Welcome, welcome to another episode of Dad Is Not A Now. My name is Ishmael, changing the narrative for men of color and fatherhood, as well as changing the narrative about the things I care about. And on this episode of Dad Is Not A Now, what I care about is NFTs. And my special guest today on this show has spent 12 years in the game, and he's going to come on and drop some gems on NFT, the one and only Crypto, Crypto, a.k.a. the Goku of NFTs, Miguel. It's going to be a dope conversation. I hope you guys enjoy it. And here we go. So for you, yeah. Yo, there whenever it matters and even more when you feel like it doesn't Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't Know I'm right alongside you, here but that I am behind you But always got you, end of discussion, nothing means more First wanna offer his shoulders for what you preach for Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours And know that I ain't see a better view yet I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak To change what a partake Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded, prepare you For all of the above that I'm never letting get near you But still in all, give you every advantage I found Couldn't find a better fit for them, along with my crown And since the baton was passed, hopping down Cause failing's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all Welcome, welcome to another episode of Dad Is Not Now, changing the narrative for men of color and fatherhood, and also changing the narrative about the things I care about. And today, what I care about is NFTs. And I want to give a quick shout out to my homie, my brother, the one and only DJ Paul, and his uh, homie, um, Lowe's from uh, Diamond Cut. They had a great conversation on M NFTs. Um, that link will be in the description below. And so that's why today I want to talk about NFTs. And I'm truly privileged and humbled to have this special guest with me today. He is the Goku of NFTs. That's right. The Goku of NFT. He's going to hit you with a Kamaya, Kamaya, hey, with knowledge. When it comes to NFTs, I have the one, only, the cryptic, crypto. Miguel, how you doing, brother? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate the introduction, uh, and I promise, you know, I won't, I won't give anybody anything less than that. And uh, it's great to be here. I appreciate you uh, inviting me. No problem. Thank you for coming on. Before we get into it, um, I ask a lot of my guests who comes on, "How's your heart?" Because often we say, "How you doing?" It's often we say, people say, "How you doing?" and they really don't mean it. And every time I have a guest on, I really care about them and see how they're doing. Um, so how's your heart, man? Man, it's doing better, you know, have a little trials and tribulations just as like every human being on the planet. And, uh, just now I've had a little bit of time to slow down with some things and, uh, really kind of 
realized that I have more stuff to take care of even in my personal life. So, you know, had a little couple days of stress, but uh, bouncing back and feeling much better, you know, definitely feeling more of like the Goku of NFTs now than I was, you know, a couple days ago. <laughs> and, I, and, and I'm I'm a strong believer of mental health because that's important. So how do you keep yourself insane in this world of in this crazy world in, in, in the NFT, NFT world? Um, honestly, <clears throat> uh, it's a mix between leaning on the community and, you know, just kind of realizing where I'm always at, um, at any given point in time in my life and just kind of always looking back, you know, in a sense to see, you know, all the things that I've had to go through to get here and kind of realize that all those obstacles at that time seemed very unmanageable or impossible. And, you know, here I am today. So a lot of support from the community uh, is, is really, really where I'm really starting to reach out at. Um, and then, you know, using that as well, that kind of method. That's awesome. Awesome. And then also give me a little bit of background about you. Um, I was born in Arizona. I grew up out here in, in DFW uh, in Dallas, Texas. Um, I've been in the crypto space since about 2012, uh, just kind of doing a little bit of everything. Um, trolling all the web for anything related to Bitcoin, uh, buying, selling, trading. Uh, I got involved in building small groups, uh, running little communities, just trying to get people educated and help them and, you know, learn from each other. Uh, never really did anything major until um, recently with NFTs, got involved uh, with them and managing artists and projects uh, in February. And so being able to use all my experience in the crypto space uh, really helped me um, move things along pretty quickly. So uh, now I'm doing a lot of work in this area, uh, even with the onboarding process, education, content creation, um, down to actual community project management, um, creation, managing, uh, promotion, marketing, you know, everything. Um, there basically isn't anything with NFTs that I'm not involved in at the moment and have a ton of projects that like I'm working on. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So, and the reason why I wanted you on here, cause I'm a big fan of what you do. Um, my boy, um, Damar recommended you and anything that Damar says, I, I'm going to listen. Cause we, we, yeah. we, have, we have a history with each other. And so that's, you know, one of the vital reasons why I have you on. Um, let's get into it. What is NFTs? and so, and their benefits um so nft stands for non-fungible token uh one of the simplest ways that i like to describe it is that it's a way to create a digital thumbprint um the underlying technology that exists on the blockchain uh basically has given us a system in which we can take things like art um, music contracts photos uh, resources services anything really and um, sort of have a, a notary stamp in a digital sense to where it'll verify and authenticate that this is what it is. And you have the ability of the open source um, and the community to really check and verify that information. So it's just a way of creating a digital certificate of authenticity for whatever it is you're trying to tie to the crypto space. And then also, how does that help with artists and content creators? Um, with that, it really gives people a way to own a lot of their content without having to second guess, uh, who else is distributing it or benefiting from it. And so with smart contract capabilities, you can build in, uh, royalties 
And a lot of this uh, runs with AI, artificial intelligence. And so it's automated and streamlined to where you don't really have to um, trust the person in a sense when you're operating because you can verify what they're doing and check the blockchain in your wallets to know that everything is happening. So for artists, uh, especially, um, it gives a lot of room in the field of ownership and uh, being able to uh, automate those royalties in a sense that for years to come, those royalties will be automatically sent to you as anybody else benefits and resells and uses your, your NFTs. And I know to a lot of people that's listening, I know contracts are scary, but define <laughs> what smart contracts are. Um, well, as most people know what a regular contract is, it's an agreement. Uh, formal, you know, usually starts off verbal and then is written down and gives explicit um, ex explicit points on what is the agreement and each party and what they're going to be doing and what they'll be receiving. So for a smart contract, it's pretty much the same thing, but it's more tied to the digital space that um, with algorithms and coding, you can create... Um, scenarios situational um things that when something happens something else will happen uh much like a contract so you can create an agreement you know using algorithms and ensure that protocols that happen on the blockchain um, for example like when you buy an nft the smart contract built in that will be when you click buy crypto is going to go from your wallet to the other account and then the nft is going to come back to your wallet and all that runs off smart contracts it's automated and run by artificial intelligence so it's a way to kind of take this contract idea but um make it permanent and immutable and then also automate it in this in a way that it'll continue to run for the life of the entity and then also can you tie in when you talk about smart contracts and um tie in uh licensing and copywriting for the original maker of that content that's on on the blockchain um with that kind of stuff uh that's where uh the immutable data comes into play it's a way to control the information that's uh you want to convey on what the nft is or what it does uh the properties that it has and so that's basically where that information like that will go into uh it's a way to make it permanent uh that's where the immutable comes from and um it's there for everybody to see so that's where that is very powerful for people because they have that that they can tailor themselves. Right. They don't necessarily have to go through a big company. Right. And I think that's the key thing, too, like what you're, what you're alluding to is that if you create it, it's yours. So depending on how you um, structure that contract. So um, what you're saying is no matter if somebody buys it on on the on, on the on the blockchain, it's still the original uh content creator because they have the original source of the actual item that that person buying right and with the mutable data they have the ability to write in that if they're willing to give up those rights or not and so that's where that information and really tailoring it to your needs is important because you know if you do want to give it up then you just have to put that in the information and when you mint it it's there so people know that hey this comes with the copyright and then also talk about the, the I love that that the importance of ro royalty too. So if somebody buys it and then it goes up value, you're 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 still benefiting from it, regardless of the fact. If another person buys it, you're still benefiting because you have that 
loyalty aspect of it. Can you touch on to that? Touch on that a little bit more. Yeah, uh, that's where you know the smart contracts really come into play. That um, basically you can create an additional um, revenue in these NFTs using the platforms. Uh, they're built in that uh, when you sell an NFT, you receive a small portion from each sale. So that anybody who owns the NFT, whenever it sells, that portion goes to whatever original wallet it uh, came from. And in most cases, you can even tailor that wallet. You can split it up into different wallets, uh, depending on what blockchain you use. So it's a very direct system that you just have to kind of plug in and play. You just put in where you want the money to go. And that's basically it. So every time anybody sells that NFT... As soon as they paid for it, um, instantaneously, that payment gets sent through the blockchain. And depending on how many confirmations it needs to process, it will show up in your wallet no matter what. <laughs> and then, like, talk about the importance of this because it eliminates the bank. Because uh, now, because you set this up, you have your own virtual banking system. Talk about that. Yeah, um, that's definitely where, you know, having a wallet comes into play because you control your own account and how your funds are received and when where they're sent. Um, the big thing about it is just is that it removes a lot of issues where uh, some artists may not be getting paid for things that are happening because they have no way to um, have any kind of accountability for who's selling what when it's being sold for how much. So with this, uh, there's no need to worry about that because it's all done automatically. Uh, it's all done based off the systems and the algorithm. So it could be 20, 30, 50 years from now, and it doesn't matter. Every person that sold that NFT, a portion of those royalties will go back to that um, original wallet contract for the life of it. And so, again, creating this bank, the, the personal uh, responsibility goes to the content creator. So it depends on how you set up the wall structure, whether if you create a wall structure where it's, you know, to a point where it's almost uh, in a, like, you, it'd be almost impossible to penetrate or easy right. to penetrate. So it depends on the, the, the creator itself. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's where a lot of control comes in is that it's really up to you <clears throat> and whatever you want to do with it, you know, because you control the information, you control what it is, what the entity actually is and, you know, whatever utility you want to give to it. And uh, talk about minting. What is minting? Uh, minting is just the process of um, time stamping these NFTs, uh, sort of like minting a coin, you know, when it's uh, out of the press, you know, and the metal gets faced and all that stuff. And then it puts out for use. Uh, that's essentially the idea, but in a more digital sense that you can have templates uh, sort of made like cookie cutters of the of the NFT. But when it comes for that actual ownership aspect of it to where somebody's going to buy it, <clears throat> the minting process means that it's just digitally um, coded and time stamped. So that way it goes to their wallet or wherever it's going to be at. And then also talk about uh, what is Etherscan? And and um, I know there's crypto charts that work. Can you kind of talk about that a little bit? Because I know like with like stock exchanges, there's markets and you can follow things. It goes highs and lows. And so you have to follow that. Is that kind of similar to that? Um, Etherscan is more directly tied to the actual wallet uh, okay. and tracking the information tied to that wallet. Um, so like for uh, Bitcoin, they had the... Uh, their main blockchain scan, um, I forget what it's called, 
But Etherscan is just the way you type in a wallet address and it'll give you all the information uh, of that address. Every transaction that's, that has come in and out, uh, every coin that's tied into that blockchain, every NFT, uh, basically it's like you giving me your bank account information and I'll get to see everything. And that's mm -hmm. what you, you use Etherscan. You put in anybody's bank account and you'll see it. And that's where that level of accountability comes into play that with big companies and corporations, when they tell us they did something with some crypto or money, you know, we can very easily check and see what's going on by following these transactions. So there's a lot of accountability in that aspect. And but that's, that's the what the Etherscan's for. And that's the one thing. Do you feel like with this Etherscan, there's a way that it could be hacked? Or do you feel like it's, it's so... Um, protected that you people feel comfortable with it um honestly it's it's really just more of a tool to see what's happening uh so it's like you know you use a phone to access the internet um the phone is the tool so you can actually see it uh, it's kind of what it's kind so there's really nothing that they can do i guess uh actually wallet wise because it's just an overall view of like what's happening in the space so there's like no access portions or things like that uh, because it doesn't actually have the the like the the wallet so for example if you have like a hardware wallet and um that is based on ethereum and you have crypto in that hardware wallet you could always look up the information online and either scan but you won't necessarily be able to access it or do anything with that because it's just for viewing purposes um, they do have things you know clickable links and all sorts of stuff but uh, you'd have to actually access that hardware wallet with the private keys to get into it and you, where do you see the evolution of NFT? Because you see now NFTs are like just artwork. I know there's NFTs with sound. I know there's a lot of um, down the road where you're going to have like um, uh, movies where you can use use scenes from films as NFTs. Right. Where do you see the evolution of NFTs down the road? Um, I think in the future we'll see, uh, they'll come into play for more situational things, um, less, less because they're valuable and could be sold or bought and more because of what they allow systems to do. You know, you could tra trace, validate, verify, automate all these things. And so there's more value in what these systems provide more so than what the actually, what the NFTs themselves sell for. Uh, so I think we'll see a lot of that. We'll see a lot of functionality come into play where it'll start being embedded into systems or replace systems that are currently exist uh, because of the functionality of it. And so it'll be less about selling it and more about just using it or having it. Mm. So I see that's where it's going to go. You know, real life situation stuff where you'll just be using it, you know, doing things or, you know, people will be using them to, to automate certain process or track inventory, all kinds of stuff. You know, there's really no limit. It just depends on the scalability of these blockchains and, you know, what uh, type of utility people are bringing with what they're doing. And I'm a type of person that's all about being behind the scenes of things and how things work. So my next question is, how much coding is involved in it and why? Uh, it's all coding, everything. Um, up, until the, up, up until the point of actually, you know, uploading a file to be used as an NFT. Everything from that be before that is basically all coding. You know, the blockchain scripting, the cryptocurrency, 
the NFT smart contracts and all that. Um, it's all it's all coding. Everything is programming. It's it's just math, math language algorithms, and uh, knowing how this math this language operates. And that's where a lot of you know cool stuff really happens. Is that you know it's really a whole different world because like it's very um, is really like nothing there is set as a base template. You know, we have these things like that exist, like the Bitcoin blockchain. And now things are being innovated from that. And people are just creating whatever they can because, you know, they have a template for what it looks like. And now they have a space which they can create it. And uh, it's just all programming and coding up until, like I said, actually making the NFTs. The NFTs themselves, as far as like the art, music or whatever, is probably the only part that doesn't require any coding. <laughs> Well, that's the one thing, too, is like what I worry about the coding and understanding the behind the scenes is the the, the uh, monopolization of it, because you'll have like a company that'll take like the, 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 the brightest and work for them to do the coding like you see with streaming service. Right. You mm -hmm. see your Netflix, you see your Hulu. Um, everybody's putting their IPs on those platforms because those are the big platform. Do you right. see that in that world when it comes to NFTs, when creating that platform for artists to sell their work? Because they can't just sell it. They need a, a platform to sell it. Yeah, at least for now. Uh, and that's, you know, is only due to the fact that not a lot of people really understand how this works and not a lot of people even participate. Um, because ideally the way things will end up being is there will be a lot of peer-to-peer -peer interactions and things will start to become more like that. Even with businesses, uh, we'll interact with them more in a personal level as far as we can, you know, with all this stuff. But, um, I mean, we'll always have the platforms, you know, because we always need an audience and places to go to marketplaces and things like that. But the good thing about this space is that it gives a lot of room for, you know, anybody. Anybody that can create, anybody that knows how to program code or wants to learn the blockchain and learn how to make it and learn how to make these platforms and things. Um, developers and programmers and uh, all those people, like, you know, there's a lot of value in what they do. So they're willing to learn about blockchain tech and blockchain scripting. You know, it's, it's very beneficial because, um, as we've seen, like, you don't necessarily have to be a big company, you know, to create a platform or a marketplace. You just have to be somebody who's, Capable and willing, you know, and that's it. And the, you know, the information's there and all you have to do is just figure it out and kind of get on it. And um, talk about, um, I know we talked about crypto uh, wallet before, but kind of give me like the, um, the beginner tutorials of setting up a crypto wallet. Um, the easiest way, uh, honestly, is Cash App. They used to be Square App a long time ago and used to, uh, be a crypto wallet and then they changed the cash app and they revamped their crypto side. So, uh, very easily you can buy Bitcoin using your cash app and cash out straight to your cash app as well. And now I think they even have it built into where you can send Bitcoin directly to other cash apps. And it's as easy as just using it already. Like if you have a phone, most likely you're already using cash app. Uh, mm -hmm. Venmo too, I think is doing it as well. Uh, for those who are a little bit more, uh, advanced, I guess, in, Payment systems, PayPal, you know, is a good is at least a good place to hold it. Um, but Cash App, you know, getting getting a Cash App account, uh, tying your bank account to it, and just being able to buy Bitcoin is the base most basic, easiest way 
Uh, other than that, I, Coinbase would be for me the next one uh, because it's a little bit more secure and there's other cryptocurrencies. And, you know, I guess I'd be like level two. <laughs> and then also talk about how can someone educate themselves about the currency exchange from the dollar and the cryptocurrency? Um, well, for me, what I learned about Forex trading and that really taught me a lot about the financial markets and how they operate and, you know, what the charts really mean and what they are and the candlesticks and things like that. Um, so there's a lot of free information out there um, in that aspect. I definitely suggest learning about currency trading um, because it is the largest market that exists. It's a $5 trillion a day market uh, that, you know, engulfs basically every other market that ex that's there. Um and it's not hard to learn, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, being studious and uh, really getting that information. Um, but for me, yeah, that that's an easy way because there is a lot of stuff about Forex, especially a lot of these MLM companies. So there's like a lot out there to access, uh, even if you're not looking to pay. There's a lot of good information you can find, YouTube videos and stuff like that. I think Investopedia has a really good um, like education uh, structure, or like a little course that they've made for that. Um, and there's one called like babypips.com too, that has like a whole grade school, uh, styled teaching curriculum from like first grade to graduation, you know, right. but those are definitely the best ways. Uh, I think, you know, awesome. And then also talk about what you're doing. Cause I know you sent me a link and I think it's awesome that you're trying to incorporate animation into the NFT world. Talk about that. Uh, that, uh, yeah, I'm working with the studios, a uh, company called Futaku Studios. Um, the creator, his name is Mike Fukunagu. Uh, he's the son of Jen Fukunagu, uh, who's the creator of Funimation. Mm. Uh, so Mike's worked with his dad in that company for a long time and just created an animation studio last year. So I'm, uh, helping them, you know, get that style of art animation, you know, really high quality, um, anime out as nfts so i've launched their first genesis ones uh, i have like six i think in my collection right now um and yeah i'm trying to help them get more involved and even get some you know really dope uh, anime animations for myself so <laughs> but That's yeah it's, it's i'm trying to help them emerge into the space and i think it's awesome what you're doing because i think I would say majority of the population of the world are big fan of anime, you know, whether oh, it's yeah. Dragon, Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, the, the list goes on and on. And people love having something of a legacy of, of those, of those names and many names and to yeah. have it in a, in, in a NFT. That's, that's a game changer to me, I think. Yeah. And they haven't really, you know, been brought into the market yet and so uh i'm hoping that you know if i can help the Futaku studios uh that maybe there'll be some type of connection that i can make with the funimation um but who knows you know i'm just super uh ambitious so i love what they're doing the the art's dope and i'm very grateful to be able to have it in my collection so i'm hoping to do more collaborative work with them and actually have them make stuff specific to my brand so do you see in five years now, do you see a comic, comic con that's just NFTs? Like oh, a definitely. comic con event where it's just exclusive NFTs? Oh, definitely. Because we're already seeing that now. And these NFT crypto events are basically like 
comic mini comic cons you know we have a lot of characters that show up like very literally people dressed up i mean i'm I, myself like i don't get crazy with it but i have you know i have my character you know myself it's it's me but you know i have certain things that i wear certain things that i bring you know just to cultivate that atmosphere that we all have our avatars you know what i mean like my avatar is pretty much me but you know it's in this space it's more in that style of the comic-con i've got a real dope play to earn shirt that i always wear i always bring my little baby yoda with me like all this cool (laughs) stuff you know just make sure i always have these little things with me and i do plan on scaling it up like i have these really dope black uh angel wings nice wear them for um halloween but i never got a chance to so i was like i'm gonna take them to one of these events and just start wearing crazy <laughs> shit like that because it's fun you know especially if right. i can get them and make them uh crypto related i can do right. crypto related cosplay stuff like i have a mandalorian fan art piece that somebody made for me it's my profile right. pic on facebook uh, it's me and my dog and so like i want to do stuff like that you know like have people make me cosplay suits and maybe make it more crypto related you know what i mean have like a c or a b imprint instead of the you know bull thing whatever it was <laughs> but the, i definitely see that happening for sure you know especially when I, anime and all that get involved in the trading card events get involved oh, because yeah, they have big stuff like that like comic-con level things where they have these big trading card meetups and events where they play you know whatever games it is Yu-Gi-Oh, pokemon um you know magic the gathering so as that world comes into the NFT space, it's already set it up for that and suited for it. So I think anime and this Comic-Con will definitely start to integrate uh, because I, even at the most recent Comic-Con, they had NFT topics being spoke, spoken about. I had a, somebody that I work with or work in the same circles as that, and they went, they were invited to that event because of what they do in NFTs and crypto. And, and that's important too, because, you know, when you talk about um, Comic-Con, you know, that's a billion-dollar industry. And sometimes yeah. what happens is people of color like ourselves are excluded. So how do we create something for ourselves or, you know, ha- bring our own table and our seats? Uh, I mean, it's it just kind of like, you know, we talked about earlier, like learning about this technology, learning about how NFTs are made and how they work, about the blockchain, having a wallet, creating your own projects. Like we're in a space where now we don't really have to wait for anybody else to do things. We can just do it ourselves, you know, like have your own events, get your own meetups, start finding other people who want to do same similar things and start, you know, collaborating and working together. Uh, you know, it's... People, the people who are going to make it and that are making it are the ones that realize, you know, that cooperation is definitely much better. And that's what this system is designed for. It's not designed for competition. Uh, it's designed for cooperation, which is why it's completely open source and transparent. So finding people who want to do something like that, you know, is key and just start brainstorming, learning. And like with Damar, you know, he's, I want to get his art more into all this stuff because, like, he's got a lot to offer, even, you know, culturally. And so there's a lot of things... Uh, educationally for kids or culturally all these stuff that he could bring to the table that you know i would like to help bring into the nft space and uh it's just a matter of you know of just doing it participating you know finding whatever you have to do to get that information to learn how to get involved because it's there and i'll be honest there's not a lot of good quality info but there's still info there and you know this space is growing so finding people that you can talk to and ask questions and you know, uh, be a resource, um, which is something that I try to do, you know, help a lot of help out whoever I can, because I want to encourage, you know, the growth in this space and 
the more people that can be involved, the better. And I, I totally agree with you. And I appreciate you doing that because I think the the way you can grow um, just civilization is just the sharing of work. Because if you think right. about it, if you go back to the, the back in the days before paper currency, like one of my favorite books was The History of Salt. Mm-hmm. And the salt was at that time the biggest commodity because, again, you had no refrigerator, you know. Yeah. It, it it they use salt to uh, for wounds and you know unfortunately the reality was you had great battles because of salt yeah but going back to what we were talking about before is that it's important to share this information because this is how communities are are, are built and you're building a community in a in a in a in a virtual world where everyone is benefiting. It's not right. one person, everybody's benefiting from it. So mm-hmm. um, my last question, um, what do you say with someone that's hesitant of um, putting their two feet into the NFT world? Uh, get started, you know, don't, don't really hesitate. Uh, not that, you know, I hate to say, you know, people are going to miss out because I don't, there's always going to be opportunities in this industry and one way or another, you're going to be forced into this world, uh, especially as an entrepreneur creator, uh, you know, you'll have to adapt, but you know, if you're interested enough now, you know, I'd say just go ahead and start learning, start, you know, getting on YouTube, start Googling, uh, start, you know, getting on Twitter, being in spaces, clubhouses, discords telegrams you know find every resource you can find people that you connect with on a personal level and social level that you know the community feels like family to you uh which you know in the sense everybody in the blockchain is family but you know we have all our our small communities you know our little neighborhoods and so find a neighborhood you know that you like you know what i mean (laughs) and and just be a part of it like you know ask questions ask as many questions as you can you know people might troll you yes but you know, there's going to be people there who will give you good information. Uh, Cause like even myself, like I do both, like I'll troll people just for a little fun, but you know, I always make sure I give them some good information. Um, but yeah, just get involved, you know, get involved and get involved today for sure. And you know what? I am a, f- a fan of your YouTube page. I hope you post more stuff because you, you <laughs> put out so much con- great content that I recommend people check it out. Um, Thank you. His YouTube page is going to be in the description below. His website is going to be in the description below. But also, before we end this podcast, have any of the colleges reached out to you? Have you ever thought about doing a curriculum on NFTs? Because I think um, the information you have is vital for, for the future or for today and the future. No, absolutely. Uh, I actually have different people kind of helping set something up. Um, I have a team working on a curriculum specific to NFTs and the blockchain that I mint on. Uh, it's going to be at a website called nftinstruct.com. Uh, and then I'm also having a curriculum created now um, for me. It, the, the first one is going to be, from what I understand, a paid curriculum uh, because it's it's tailored more towards like more detail, more time, more structure. Right. And it's right. something that somebody else is setting up. Right. But this other curriculum that I have setting up right now is for community training, like how to be a community moderator, manager. And that, from what I understand, is we're going to be giving out that for free um, because I'm going to be working on employing people in this area. 
Um, so that's being worked on. And then I also have something uh, going on with the mayor of Miami, uh, which I have to find out next week. Um, but to make a long story short, uh, somebody was at one of the workshops that I did uh, early November in Miami at the Miami Crypto Experience. Um, and I was talking about games and events and doing events and educational stuff for kids. And, you know, she liked the idea. Ended up getting in contact with the mayor, uh, told the mayor about it. The mayor seemed interested and likes it. So um, I'll be talking with them this next week to see about creating an event um, specifically for educating kids. So one goal of mine with that is to create a curriculum, uh, not just like a curriculum for the events, but something that can be used in schools or colleges. Uh, I've, all, I've considered, you know, trying to find people who want to, you know, do courses in college because they found out that you can teach a course and it's, you know, you don't necessarily have to be a teacher, um, apparently. So, you know, and with, you know, most cases that probably wouldn't be too great, but with something like this, where there aren't a lot of people or who have that time and tenure to, you know, be considered, you know, a teacher. And I'm not saying I know the most or I, you know, am the best, but I just, I've been around since 2012 and 13 and I have a lot of very, you know, real experience. Um, for me, the cryptocurrency has been a very, or more about its functionality. So out of, I've cashed out of like 99% of every investment I've ever made uh, because it paid my bills and, you know, kept me alive. Um, so I was always involved because like I, you know, I needed to be. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I want, you know, I want these courses and stuff to, to happen, but, but yes, I, I have, I've not been contacted by any school systems or nothing like that. But again, like I was saying earlier, it's just a matter of being proactive. Uh, instead of me waiting around for somebody to reach out to me, I'm just going to go ahead and create these curriculum courses, implement them into events. And then hopefully with the mayor of Miami, get something structured for schools uh, or maybe at least college level to start and see how how it goes. Um, but yeah, that, that's what's going that's going on now. <laughs> and that's amazing, man. And it's important that kids of color need to see you that yes yeah you can be a person that's of that's black a person of latino that are doing this and they're behind even though you may they not be like the the the, the talk of the town or social media but they exist right and it's it's important and it's our duty to show that to to to, to the kids and so oh, that's absolutely. why I'm doing my part with this platform and having you on and just sharing the great work you're doing and what you will be doing in the future is, is amazing, man. Thanks. No, I appreciate it. And I, the biggest thing that I won't be able to take away from is that, like, you know, I'm not like any different than anybody else. You know what I mean? Like, I've just cared enough to stay involved. You know, I just wanted it. And took the time and made the efforts and you know 10 years later it's finally you know developed into something um so not to say like hey it's going to take you 10 years to do it but it's just now is the opportunity because uh what it took me 10 years to get to is now here now for everybody it won't take you 10 years you know you it took me from april february to get to where i am now in the nft space and again that's just because i participated I took every opportunity that was available to me and I made it work. Uh, I left, you know, a lot of room for things to happen. You know, I didn't really make a lot of plans. I just kind of just let myself be available. And because of that, it's put me in a very good position. 
And so, like I said, I'm, I'm not any different than any other person. Like you said, like, you know, I'm just as normal. Well, I'm never going to be normal, but you know, just like anybody else, like I'm not the smartest, you know, I'm not, I definitely am not the richest, you know, I didn't have a lot of opportunities um, that were just set up for me. I either had to wait or create them. And I know if I, honestly, if I can do this, that like literally anybody can for sure. And I definitely agree, man. And uh, again, I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for your time, man, because like a wise person told me, it's about creating, uh, what's the, what, what was the saying they, they told me? It's about create for the, for the next generation. It's about creating the jobs that haven't been created yet. Yeah, absolutely. And I see a big need uh, in this area that is not being fulfilled, or at least not many people are working on fulfilling it. And double that with the fact that we're in a unique time in this world with the pandemic, that there are a lot of, there's a big workforce just waiting to be put to work, especially a lot of people who want remote work. So this is happening now. And uh, it's great, you know, to be a part of it, to know that even though there's things that I can't do, you know, but I can create opportunities for others and, there's a big chance that a lot of people will get put on, you know, and get educated and get paid to do all that. Yeah. And that's the one thing too, is you're getting paid by doing things that you love to do. And that's the most important thing. For sure, man. So thanks again. I appreciate it. No, I appreciate you. Thank you for joining. This has been a, a dope conversation. Please follow the Goku of crypto, please. Uh, not crypt crypto, NFT. He is the Goku. Follow this brother. All those wonderful links are going to be below. And then, brother, you're always welcome to come back on. And then also, behind the things, you know what? I'm going to probably be talking to you about doing some NFTs for for, for Danon. Uh, that is not a now. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure, man. Uh, let me know. I'm always, like I said, I'm always down to help. And uh, I definitely have to come back on because I'll, I'll for sure have a lot of updates, uh, especially in like three weeks. So there'll be a lot more happening and a lot of big things, a lot of great things, too. And I'm excited and I can't wait. I love I can't wait for the next thing you're going to post on YouTube, man. <laughs> yeah, but, I'll be getting there soon. I've just been traveling a lot, but I'm very eager to, to get back on it because I, I love creating that kind of content and just connecting with people and being able to, you know, have something to show the world. We need that knowledge, brother. But again, thank you for your time. Again, thank you everyone for um, checking out. That is not a now. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe. Also check out the that is not a now podcast available on Spotify, Anchor FM and iTunes. And we're out of here. Peace. See Off of you, yeah, yo. There will never it matters, and even more when you feel like it doesn't. Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't. No, I'm right alongside you. He but that I'm behind you, but always got you. Hinder discussion, nothing means more. First one to offer his shoulders for what you preach for. Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours, and know that I ain't see a better view yet. I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret. Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak to change what a partake. Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway. My job is to aware you, fully loaded. 
prepare you For all of the above that I'm never letting get near you But still in all, give you every advantage I found Couldn't find a better fit for them, along with my crown And since the baton was passed, I've been down Cause failing's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all my message to any dad, man, first off, know that, yeah, it, it is a hard job, but it's the greatest job in the world. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I wouldn't change anything about it. Everything you're doing from here on out, if it didn't have purpose before, now it has purpose. It's the most important thing you'll ever do. Just be a dad.